Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another podcast episode of The Daily Mind. It is I, your host, on this uh, beautiful Friday, uh, giving you an episode of um, really dumb questions and answers today. <laughs> um, today is um, news out of, I mean, I'm sorry, not news out of a hat. Today is actually, uh, yeah, is there such thing as a stupid question? But before I get into that, um, hopefully everybody's having a good Friday. I'm already halfway through Friday. It's quick, but you know, the weekend is upon us. The weather's nice. Probably going to rain where I'm at. Hopefully it doesn't rain where you are and you'll be able to enjoy your weekend. Uh, so yeah, in the meanwhile, let me just fix my volume a little bit. It's a little low. There we go. So, Hey, um, let's get right into it. So today's episode is, is, um, is there such thing as a stupid question? Basically I go and look up some of the most interesting dumbest questions um that mankind has to ask and again this is all courtesy of quora.com q-u-o-r-a if you haven't checked it out go check it out download the app you can also ask questions and um answer them as well and you'll be surprised when you think there's no such thing as a stupid question ha! challenge yourself to this website okay so without further ado i'm just going to get into it uh, I'm going to open up the app right now and see what what uh, what mankind has to ask each other um, on this nice Friday. Already the first question hit me right in the face. Which is easier, cheating or staying loyal? Well, here's the... <laughs> That's actually a really, really good question. For most, it seems nowadays it's easier to cheat because the temptation is there. You might have a particular sex appeal or something about you. Staying loyal is hard, especially if you have a uh, if you don't if you don't have a committed mentality, where you're just not a person of commitment. And trying to stay loyal or pretending to be loyal and be committed is going to be the hardest thing. You're going to break. Most guys do break, and even females, you guys break too. Um, when it comes to this, but. It is easy to stay loyal, but the problem is you have to be patient with it. You have to be very patient. And a lot of, you know, a lot of people nowadays just don't seem to have patience. I'm going to read some answers to this because, of course, I'm not the only answer. There's 38 answers on this question. And one of them is um, somebody says here, well, it seems like most people are saying staying loyal. Now, this person says, um, Danielle says, staying loyal. In my mindset, it's not logical. I don't lie or sugarcoat. She put sugar coast cost, but yeah, I get it. I'm blunt. So people make mistakes. My realness for meanness. Uh, people mistake my realness for meanness. I'm currently in a marriage and my husband was unfaithful. It's never going to end, but I have goals and he's not one of them. Just gets easier every time. Clockwork. Uh, this person says, staying loyal. Sure, you may need to work on some of the uh, work, some on the relationship, but the conversations you have to keep it strong are way easier than the ones to have when you're astray. Hmm. And then this person says, it goes without saying, it's easier to cheat than stay loyal. As cheating is a choice, choice one makes um, when one is too weak. Staying loyal isn't a choice, but a decision. A decision one makes when one is strong. True, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely agree with that. But it seems like most people say staying loyal is easy. It's staying loyal is easy if you have the patience and commitment to do so. It's easy to just go off and go cheat somewhere. But it's also nowadays easier to get caught. There are a lot of social media um, platforms that people get caught up on. And, of course, there are cameras everywhere. We carry a camera with us everywhere we go, a la phones. And uh, it's just easier for somebody to just take a picture of you or you get caught up. But, uh, yeah, that's a that's a pretty interesting question, I have to say. 
Uh, let's see. What's the next one? Mm, okay, simple question here. Uh, I am single and no kids in the home. What do I do? I don't know. Find a hobby. Go find someone. Go find you. I think the most important thing is this person needs to find themselves before finding someone else. And that's the problem. We tend to get into these relationships without knowing who we are first, but we want to take the time to get to know other people. Find yourself first, then you'll know exactly what to do. Okay, next one. Uh, oof. This, this next one is uh, it's kind of brutal. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> this person says, um, hmm. this person asks, how can I tell a lady friend that I can smell her below the waist private parts when she rides with me in my car and it's pretty horrific? Mm. Well, I tell you one thing: if you got the heated seats on, you're 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 baking fish, my friend. But here's uh, this person, Ryan says, uh, I dated a woman like this, and I straight up told her. I can tell she was a bit embarrassed and offended, but it's for her own benefit. Leaving that smell on everything they sit on, smelling it from a feet away, from a few feet away, is not normal. They need to know, ladies. You should know. Like nobody should ever have to tell you you smell. You should know you smell. And if that's the case, you need to take a take a timeout somewhere. Hey, I need to go freshen up real quick. I'm not. I'm feeling uncomfortable. You know, maybe you don't have to go into specifics, but you know why, right? Every time you take a seat, you know that that air that compresses goes up. You should be able to smell yourself. Same thing with guys too. Yeah, you can have some smelly ass balls too. You sit in the seat. Hey, that whiff just that smell just hits you. But you should know you're a grown up. You're a grown ass person. You should be like, damn, I do smell. Because I tell you right now. If I smell, I'm going to say that shit out loud before anybody even say it. Like, damn, I need to take a shower. Let me, I need to go wash up, man. I want to hurry up and get home so I can wash up. It should never be like somebody tell you, you know, but um, if I was that guy, I'd just be very polite about it. Don't be a dick, right? Just be like, you know, hey, you know, I don't, just find, find, a, 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 find the proper wording for this stuff. Like, don't, don't, or if you, or, or if you have no filter, just go right in and be like, man, your shit's me. That's it, period. And it's for her benefit. It's not to embarrass. It's for her benefit. And ladies, same thing with, with when it comes to guys. They smell a certain way. You need to just let them know. Hey, it's no offense. This, I'm looking out for you, but, you know, it stinks. You know, it smells like you got two onions in your fucking crotch. Yeah. Let's let V up front. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Hmm. All right. This next one asks uh, here. Says, what do I do if my husband no longer wants to sleep with me? Hmm. What do you do? I mean, somebody just simply said, Gloria says, get divorced. I mean, I wouldn't jump on the divorce wagon right away. I start asking some real questions. Again, it starts with communication. Start asking, hey, what, you know, you, we haven't been intimate. What's happening? Is this something about me? Is it me? Is it you? What's going on? Is this someone else? Okay, jump right in. Jump right into their throat and be like, hey, is it someone else? And it's not just... The husband's wives too. They, you know, wives can be a bit offish about you know wanting to sleep or whatever. There's always a, a deep-rooted issue that's happening, and that's where, ladies and gentlemen, you guys need to ask your partners these questions. Like, yo, what's going on? Like, if you went from sleeping with each other every night to like here and there, or making love every other night, but now it seems like once a month, then there's there's a discord there that you just gotta you know somewhat figure out. That's where you start asking some real-world questions. 
and you may get some real world answers or you might get some sugar-coated answers that depends on who you're with and you pick and choose the people you're with um now i had a conversation about this next question here um if i came across some money like it says uh this question uh what car would you buy with the million dollars you want to know my answer to that question you know what i would buy with the million dollars alexis why you must ask why not a bentley why not a lamborghini because think about it it's a million dollars right that money is going to disappear at some point you're going to keep up with the payment the taxes on the cards you're going to keep up with the payments well you'll be able to pay the whole car off but you're going to keep up with it with the maintenance now the million dollars is gone okay you're probably still working your regular job the payments is paid off but now you got maintenance it, it's not cheap to maintain a lamborghini or something like that alexis because for one i love japanese cars and i'm a stickler for japanese luxury so and me being the modest person that i am yeah i would just go get a lexus maybe the most expensive lexus but i won't sit there and go get you know a bentley or something like that i'm not pretentious like i know the type of person i am i know i'm not ever going to drive a bentley even if i had the money to do so i'm not going to drive it because that's not me okay so yeah okay next question uh let's see mm -hmm. how many people actually kiss me out there? oh that's gross but i'm gonna i'm gonna read this question anyway i'm sorry i had to murmur a little bit just to make sure i'm reading it properly this person asked how many people actually kissed made out obviously with a brother or sister if i had banjos playing in the background right now I would play them because this is the most ancestral question ever but hey this shit happens for real brothers and sisters they do things like this either there's like the foundation wasn't set like hey don't kiss your brother don't kiss your sister they're your brother they're your sister blah 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 maybe that has not been set or maybe there's just that fucking alabama thing that happens uh let's see who asked let's see who answered the question uh wait, where's the where's the oh okay this person asked um, Joe, Joe Quinn or Joe Keen, right? Said, I did, um, but we stopped at 12 this afternoon. <laughs> but he, he goes to say, all right, seriously. He says, I think most siblings fool around a bit. Even if it's the case of showing each other whatnot, usually it stops. Sometimes, well, I have nothing against a little recreational incest if everyone's consenting. Wow. My sister and I did the pants down in the closet thing when we were eight. No big deal as we took showers together until 13. Or not much of a big deal. The first time when I saw her, I was terrified, and I thought it meant mine was going to drop off. Okay, whoa. Whoa. What is happening here? You were doing this with your sister, the pants in the closet, and you guys were showering together till you were 13? Where are the parents at? Where are the parents? Where are the parents that allowed that shit to happen? Or... They probably didn't even know this shit was going on. But people, this happens more often than not. And that's where you need to set the ground rules with your kids. Like, hey, you do not touch him. You do not touch her. You guys are related. Go find people who are not related to you. But that that right there is just weird. Definitely weird. All right. <laughs> All right. Mm, let's see. Hmm. <laughs> Let me see. This next one for you New Yorkers like myself. Uh, what would you do specifically to avoid being mugged on New York City subways? For one, keep my fucking face out of the phone because 
my 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 latest trips to New York, um, I tend to stand on most of the rides. I could ride the A train 31 miles from 207th Street all the way to the Rockways. I'm standing the entire fucking ride. I like to be able to have a 180 visual on everything that goes on in the subway. I'm like Robocop or the Terminator when they're scanning people and I'm getting sort of more of a profile. Yeah, I do profile. I don't give a fuck. Well, I'm standing the whole time for so in all seriousness though. For one, like the subways have Wi-Fi, they have good service down there now. Stay the fuck off your phone. Okay, keep your eyes moving. That's one. Don't wear anything flashy. Don't have cameras around your neck. Don't uh all these things. Now you should be able to do this within the free, you know, within the realm of freedom. But here's the reality: there are people out there that are desperate, hungry, broke, starving, and is ready to cash in. So just don't be flashy. Just be pay attention. Definitely pay attention. And if you are able to travel with other people, travel with other people. But definitely pay attention. Stay off the phone. That's one or maybe a couple of ways to not get mugged on the subway. Sometimes people bring it upon themselves and it's not really victim blaming but you're not gonna ride the two train to the bronx with with fucking cuban links around your neck and all this other shit you're crazy you're just you're just you might as well just hold a sign that says rob me please don't become the target uh let's see Um, now here's another one this is an interesting question again having to deal with the subways it says somebody asked, "Do you prefer the New York subway for Paris Metro?" Now, New York City Transit, New York City subway is one of my favorite subway systems in the world. But I was fortunate enough to travel to different places around the world. My job is what the reason why. So I've ridden when I was in Europe. I've rode on different metros, not a lot. Okay, I was fortunate to ride on uh, the Roman subway system and the London Underground. Now, I didn't ride the Paris Metro, but I'll tell you one thing. The closest one that I've rode would be the London Underground, which I, which is probably like my second favorite uh, subway system. And if I had to choose between, uh, honestly, if I had to choose between uh, London Underground and, and New York City Subway, I mean, it'd be, a, it'd be a close tie, but I, I like the London Underground. I don't know why. It's efficient. It's clean. It's cleaner than New York City Subway. I give it that. They keep their shit clean. Like... Occasionally, you'll find some trash here and there, of course, but it's, for the most part, very, very clean. Uh, There are some answers to this question, I believe. Uh, Let's see. There's four answers. Let's read them. I'll read maybe whatever's the shortest one. Uh, This person, Brian, says Paris Metro is much more cleaner and more efficient. Uh, And this person says, Julie, she says, says, I've ridden the Paris Metro only a few times. In general, exits are well-marked, it's clean, fairly quiet because of the rubber tires on the cars, and it has some beautiful architecture at its stations compared to New York. It's a much more pleasant experience. However, New York City Transit runs 24-7, unlike the Paris Metro, and has over 200 million riders and more stops. I believe it's noisy because, obviously, subway cars in New York don't have rubber tires. It's dirty and chaotic, and we love to complain about it, but it usually gets you where you want to go fairly efficient and cheap. Yes, New York City Transit does run 24 hours a day. Um, there's a little caveat to that. There are some trains that don't run as officially. There's a lot less trains. There's some trains that don't normally go to their regular stops and, and the buses run too. And yeah, it is 24 hours and it's kind of hard to maintain a system like that, um, versus like other, um, systems that shut down. 
And for $2.75, which people complain about, which I don't fucking know why. You could go anywhere in New York for $2.75 and people complain about that shit. Blows my mind. It'd be the same fucking people that'll get on the train and they got the most stylish fucking clothes. That just means your priorities are out of whack. If you think going from 207th Street, Washington Heights in Manhattan to Far Rockaway, Queens for $2.75 is expensive, then your priorities is out of whack. I don't give a fuck. Completely out of whack. All right, so this next question... I gotta remove this um this fucking pin pad entry thing on my phone. Long story. Uh, not like I'm hiding anything. It just had to do with an app or whatever. No, I'm not hiding anything. Uh, let's see. This is a good question for ladies. Uh, what tips would you give women for their dating profiles? Okay, big one. I would say don't use filters. I hate hate filters. I don't know what you're trying to cover. If I was a single man and I was searching for someone on a dating app or whatever website, if you're wearing a filter, it's an easy swipe because I want to see the real you, blemishes and all. Like, again, my wife doesn't wear makeup and she's she's beautiful no matter what. She doesn't wear makeup, but on occasion she do. But I tend to see that she looks much better without makeup. And I get it. Sometimes some some some... Women want to feel a little extra pretty. Some are a little bit conscious about their appearance. Sometimes it, it, it's just an extra boost for like a business meeting or some sort of social function. I get it. Boom. When it comes to dating websites, just be you. Just be you. That's all. And be as truthful as possible, but not giving up too much information because you're literally throwing yourself to the mercy of strangers and you don't know who the hell you're dealing with. But just be you for the most part. I think there's a couple of answers to that question. Uh, yeah, there is one here by uh, the name of Joy. Okay, uh, Joy, she says, understand that most men are not going to actually read your profile. Yeah, that's fucking true. And just look at your pictures and try to contact you if you if they think you look good. That said, make sure your pictures flatter you, but don't make you look like someone else. Avoid filters and creative camera angles that make you look different than what you actually look like in person. Like you get those that hold the camera, the, the phone so high above their head, and then, you know, they look up, take the picture, boom. Yeah, don't, don't, don't do that. Because, yeah, they're going to see your face. Guys are going to see your face, but they can't really see your body too tough unless you got, like, massive bosoms and cleavage they can see from that angle. But just be, just have somebody take a picture for you, a nice, modest picture. You don't have to be too flattered. You don't want to oversell yourself. You know your worth. You don't want to oversell yourself. And again, guys are only going to look at the picture. They are not going to read the profile whatsoever. You will get a small percentage of guys that will do that. They'll take the time and, and courtesy to really try to get to know who you are. But for the most part, they're just going to look at the picture. It's just what it is. All right. So let's see. Next question. I'm getting hit. These, these questions are coming in pretty nicely. I'm, I'm liking this. Um. Now, this um, next question is in relation also to an episode that I did where um, adults are leaving, living with their parents longer now. So there's a question I was asked here. Um, is it weird for a 30-year-old to a 30-year-old male to still live with his parents? I had a whole episode about this shit a few seasons ago. Uh, this person says here, uh, Jill. Jill says, no, 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 I'm sorry. Um, Michael says, if my mom was still alive, I would have lived with her and paid for everything she had. She had, uh, she had a difficult life 
and scrapped and sacrificed and gave up everything to raise me and my sister, who was ungrateful. My mom was lonely and depressed, but she never stopped trying. I would have given her the life she deserved uh, without the issues of having to work for anything. I would have still gotten married, but my mom would have lived with me. That's really sweet. I mean, you, you, you know, you'd be surprised. We don't realize how much shit parents and, and especially mothers go through to raise us until it's too late or we're, or we're older. We don't see it because it comes off as annoying. Like they don't allow you to do certain things or hang out with certain people, blah, 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 blah. And they put up with like having to cook and all this stuff. We don't, we don't appreciate that until it's too late. And that's kind of like what he's saying um, with that. And this person, uh, Jill, says, um, if you were lucky enough to have a parent pay for your four-year degree or even better, a master's, PhD, law school, med school, et cetera, a degree in a field that is in demand or one that yields a good starting out salary, you have no student loans, then there's absolutely no reason why you should be living at home with your parents beyond 25 years old. Beyond 25 is failure to launch and is equally the parent and adult child's fault for not making a plan to ensure they are equipped to launch into their own lives. Paying their own expenses, being self-sufficient and without their parents. Now, this is this is kind of like a, a shot in the dark because let's just say you're 21, 22. You have all these prospects lined up, but life happens. You know, you, you, you get kicked out of school or something happens or your parent or your mom or whatever is 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 ill. And, you know, you have to put your your budding career on the back burner. OK, so unless if you're one of those fucking people uh, basement dwellers that sit and do absolutely nothing, and here you are, you're a whole ass adult, not contributing anything. Yeah, that's that's crazy. And you know what? There are some parents out there that just allow that shit. They just want the company of their kid being there, even despite the fact he's a thirty year old uh, male with male pattern baldness and plays Halo all day. It's no problem. Just she likes the idea of having him there. That that's crazy to me, but. Yes, it, you can, like I said, you can be on the gravy train and shit is going well and then things don't go well. And you never know. You're always like one paycheck away from being homeless. That couldn't be any further from the truth. All right, so um, let's see here. Uh, let's see. <laughs> oh, here's another one. There's a lot of New York City subway questions. Um I have like one or two right in front of me as we speak. And these are questions asked for me. Um, so this question asks, what is the limit to how many things you could bring on New York City subway? Here's the thing. There are no limits to what you can bring on a subway. There's no written rule that says what you can and cannot bring, which is why you see people bring mattresses, dressers, a whole kitchen, motorcycles, mopeds, bikes, you name it. I've seen some crazy shit go into a subway car. And I'm like, wow. Like, okay, the people move around furniture on the subways because it is expensive to rent a truck, but also driving around New York City is not fun. So sometimes a mattress, you just for $2.75 will get you where you need to go. Throw the mattress in there, a box spring, good to go. I've seen all types of crazy shit, but there's no written rule to what's actually allowed. Not that I've seen anyway, um, but there are some answers to this question. I'm going to read them or maybe a couple of them. Uh, let's see. This person says, uh, V. Matthew King, he says, there isn't any hard limit to what you could carry into the subway, but with that being said, the first question is why? Unless you're going to a major stop, there isn't a lot of elevators or escalators. I said this as a frequent buyer who uh, biker who uses the subways. 
Um, the, you know, there's really no hard limit. The key here is you should never inconvenience other customers or the MTA yourself. Yes. Can you picture somebody trying to shove a whole dresser in there, blocking the door, they're holding up the train, it's hot, people are trying to get home, and meanwhile, you're trying to get a whole-ass dresser into a train car through the doors. Like, don't, like, why? Why would you do that? Like, I get it. You're trying to get shit around as cheaply as possible, but that is a big inconvenience, and this guy guy made a good point. The follow-up question is, are you allowed to eat in the subway? <laughs> you're not, but nobody enforces it. I've seen people eat whole Chinese food, meals, McDonald's, everything. If you, if New Yorkers, you already know this, but for those who have visited New York or plan on visiting New York, just know this. There's a lot of trash everywhere, and it's mostly food, which is also why there's a lot of rats, rats the size of pit bulls. Because people want to eat on a train. You have to understand one thing, and you got to have some sort of empathy for this, is that a lot of people don't get a lot of time to eat. A lot of people are tired, don't have time to go home and cook, and they just want to fucking eat along the way. Now, me, I'm not eating on no train, period. I will find a place to eat before I get on the train, or I will eat when I get off the train, but I'm not eating on the train. That just contributes to the problem, and if I was, if I was eating on a train, I'm just basically the pot calling the kettle at that point but there is rules in play that says no eating and drinking but it's never enforced it's almost impossible to do so because i promise you out of a fucking eight to ten car subway train you're gonna get at least one or two people in every train car eating something and can you imagine going to every single train car which by the way you're not even supposed to be going in between cars trying to enforce this law you, you you'll be burned the fuck out that's like jaywalking. Like jaywalking is uh, technically illegal in New York. But can you imagine you're at Times Square, you see nothing but jaywalkers, just a whole group of jaywalkers running across the street against the traffic. You think a cop is going to stop and be like, hey, I'm finding all of you? No. And if you think so, you're dreaming. So, again, you're not supposed to eat on the subway, but there are some people that feel as if they have no choice. They had a long day, I guess. Um... You know, and then, wow, what's all the subway questions? This is why is New York City subway so terrible? It's not the worst thing in the world. People, New Yorkers take that shit for granted. It is a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week operation. No other transit system in this country even runs that much. But, you know, New Yorkers are very spoiled. We are people of instant gratification. Yeah. But no, it's not as bad as you think at all. It just gets you where you need to go when you need to go. And, you know, New Yorkers and writers as a whole need to help make this better. Like, stop throwing trash everywhere. There you go. I, I love when people say, um, oh, man, the subways are dirty. But your writers is contributing to that shit by throwing shit on the tracks. That starts track fires and then, of course, attract unwanted rodents. So do your part. It's 275. Like, you're not getting luxury here all right um let me see now here's a stupid ass question how long would 20 million dollars last you it last however long it needs to last if you're fucking responsible with your money i've heard too many horrible lottery stories which i did an episode on where this one man in england spent his whole 20 million pound that he won just like that coke like booze women all that he's broke fucking broke now, again, that's it's a general question, but at the same time, it, it's, it, it all depends. 
it all depends on what you do with your money. You either invest it wisely. But me, I'm going to be very modest with that money. I'm not going to sit there and spend it uh, all the damn time. You know, no, absolutely not. But think about it. Think about that. What would you do? How, how fast would $20 million go for you? Something to think about. Now, this last question. I'm going to read it really quick. No, no, subway questions. Why do New Yorkers often say never go into an empty subway car? It's too fucking easy. It's either a homeless guy stinking up the entire fucking subway car and there's trash everywhere or there's shit all on the seats. I've seen it. I'm telling you right now, you New Yorkers know this shit all too well. Tourist. If it's a crowded train and that one train car is empty, don't go in it. Do not go in it. Because I promise you one thing that is certain to be true is that there's a homeless man completely occupying the entire car with his whole life and few possessions he have. But he smells or she smells so bad that I that you couldn't bear to sit in that train car even one stop further. So, and that's another reason why certain trains are really, really crowded because of that. Like, New York City has a really big homeless issue. It's no secret. But until this problem is somewhat solved, which I feel like it never will be, we're always going to have trains and shit that are like this. Now, ride the E-train. Ride the Homeless Express. The reason why it's like that, because it's the only, it's one of the only lines that stay underground. So on the week, on uh, the wintertime, it keeps the homeless warm. But the Homeless Express, almost every train car has a homeless person in it. Don't believe me? Find out for yourself. Anyway, wrapping it up with this episode. Thanks for listening. Thank you, thank you for taking the time to listen. Hope that you enjoy your weekend as I will do mine for my wife's birthday. And um, stay tuned. I might have an episode tomorrow. I might. Maybe. I don't know. But definitely it will be one on Sunday. Okay? Just stay tuned. You never know. All right. So, hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Have a great weekend. We'll do this again soon. Ciao.